Hallelujah. Praise God. Reading from Ruth chapter 2, verse 19 to 21. that we read last week as well. Chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. So the two women went on until they came to Bethlehem. When they arrived in Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the woman exclaimed, Can this be Naomi? Don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara, because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Father, we are grateful for your word. We pray that you will speak to each and every one of us. May your Holy Spirit work in each and every heart, nudging us, stirring us up, drawing us closer to you, and bringing us to the place of fullness in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. So we continue with our theme from last week, full or empty. If you are feeling empty today, you are come to the right place because God can fill you. Praise the Lord. If you are full, you have to make sure that you maintain that fullness. Praise the Lord. Not just simply maintain the fullness, allow the flow to continue in you and make you an overflowing experience. Praise the Lord. Full or empty? Well, in the context, what does it mean to be full? For Naomi, what it meant was she was part of a happy family. Happily, strong, vibrant, God-loving family. Praise the Lord. She lived in a place called Praise, in a locality called the House of Bread, with a husband whose name meant God is my king, with two sons, one named Song, the other named Satisfaction. What else can you have? What else can you ask for? If God is your king, there is song in your soul, praise the Lord. If God is your king, that is satisfaction 
There is contentment. Praise the Lord. In every season, we can experience contentment. But we see this family experiences tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And we see that this woman named Naomi, her name meant pleasant, is experiencing a bitter moment in her life. Nay, a bitter season in her life. Praise the Lord. In this journey, there will be occasions where there will be bitter moments, bitter seasons, the experiences of Mara. But the song that God gives us, like Job says, he gives a song in the night. Praise the Lord. Daytime, anybody can sing. Praise the Lord. When the gloomy darkness settles in, God's children can sing. Praise the Lord. You know why? Because the songs they sing do not originate from the environment around them. It is not connected to what's happening around them. It's connected to God who indwells them. Praise the Lord. So in every song, no wonder the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall be continually be in my mouth. Praise the Lord. Elimelech decided to take his family, walk out of the house of bread, out of the will of God, to Moab, the world next door. Praise the Lord. World next door. When we step out of the will of God, we are stepping into the world next door. It's not too far away. You can step out of the will of God and still feel that you're not too far away. But once you are out of the will of God, Moab or the world has the power to suck you into the system. And that's what happens to Elimelech and his family. Just 55 miles away from his home, he decides to relocate, probably for a short season. But then the world falls apart for him. Praise the Lord. What am I trying to say? This is what I'm trying to say. Listen to me very carefully. You can't run away from your problems. Don't run away from your problems. Praise the Lord. When we pursue worldliness as a solution to the problems that we face, whether it is in our thought realms, whether it's in our family life, whether it's in our community, whether it's in our church, wherever you are, when you decide to run away, away from where God has placed you, you might be running into a mess that you might not be able to pull yourself out easily. Praise the Lord. You see, the journey into Moab was a short journey, but what a price that they had to pay. Praise the Lord. 
Every person who is in the decision-making process, praise the Lord, whether you are a leader or a parent, no matter who you are, or you are running a company or a business, always remember this. The decisions that we make can make us or break us, can bless us or mess us, praise God, can either mold us or it can just turn things around for us. Praise God. When we choose Moab over Bethlehem, we are making a wrong choice in our lives and we are inviting trouble into our lives. I want you to, to draw your attention to what Naomi is saying. You know what she's saying? She says, don't call me Naomi. Don't call me pleasant. Call me Mara. Because the Lord Almighty has made my life bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Praise the Lord. See, when we run away from the problems that we face, and we don't wait for a God-ordered and God-ordained solutions. When we take matters into our own hands, we invite trouble. And when trouble comes knocking at our door, do you know what is our auto-response? An automatic, natural response. We point fingers at God. Praise God. Naomi was pointing fingers at God. Of course, she had a bitter experience. But in this two words, see how many times she's making reference to God in a negative connotation. And mind you, it is not only Naomi. It started in the Garden of Eden. Praise God. When God confronts Adam and Eve, Praise God. Eve pointed her finger at, at who? Hmm? And guess who Adam points his finger to? And he added one word there. Uh-huh. The woman that you gave me. The woman that you gave me. You know, this is the natural response. We tend to point fingers at God. I want to draw your attention to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet of God. God had put his words in his mouth. And the man uttered the oracles of God. Because he uttered the oracles of God. He got into trouble. When you utter the oracles of God, praise God, people might not love you. People might not like you. You might go down in the popularity list. Praise God. And so when Jeremiah faced that experience, do you know what Jeremiah said? This is what he says. You know, he says, Lord, you deceived me. Wow. Jeremiah 27, 
One version says, you induced me. Another version says, you persuaded me. <laughs> you deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. Wow. Lord, you took me for a ride. <laughs> you overpowered me. And prevailed. <laughs> I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. See, when you feel low, when your spirits are sagging, this is our reaction. But God wants us to be people like the psalmist who says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall be upon my lips all the time. Even when your popularity is up, when the polls are down, praise God. When people are looking down at you, praise God. You look up to God. Praise God. Because the Bible says, it's a shield right around me and is a lifter of my head. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, what are we saying? Whether it's Adam or Jeremiah or Naomi, People have a tendency to point fingers at God when things don't go according to their projections and according to their plans. Praise God. But we need to know, Naomi is saying, God is the one who brought the misfortune on me. God is the one who, who made me empty. See, when you read the Bible, you will understand God is a multiplier. God is a multiplier. When God created man and woman, he blessed them. And he said, what? Be blessed, multiply, and increase. Praise God. God is a multiplier. Praise the Lord. God wants his people to grow. God wants his people to be blessed. Not just simply be blessed. The growth that God is looking for and hopes for and wishes for and prompts for is exponential growth. Praise God. Not just simple growth, but exponential growth. God said, multiply, not add. Praise God. Multiply, exponential growth. God wants you to experience an exponential growth in your spiritual life, in your physical life, in your emotional life, in your relational life, in your financial life, in every rounds of your life. God wants you to have an exponential growth. Hmm. God is a multiplier. Praise God. When Jesus came, he said, you know what? I have come so that you might have life and have it more 
abundantly. Not have more life, but have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Jesus brings life, not just life, not just abundant life, but eternal life. God's kind of life. Praise God. He wants you and me to grow. Praise God. In the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He wants you and me to grow up to the stature of Christ. Now, that's a big step. Standard. Praise God. But he says, grow up to the stature of Christ. Praise God. He wants us to shred our own nature and character. The carnal nature. The worldly nature. And he says that you need to become like me. Putting on the divine nature of Christ. God is a multiplier. Praise the Lord. You know, this is how the psalmist puts it in Psalm 107.35. I want you to look at it. It's so beautiful. He turned the wilderness into pools of water and the parched ground into flowing springs. In other words, God can look at the parched wilderness. No life. Dry. No moisture. The, the, the land is barren and cracked. But such a land, God can do what? He can saturate it with water. Praise the Lord. And he can bring a pool there. No, it don't end there. Praise God. He starts the springs to flow through that place. Praise God. Barren experience, God can do a number on your life. Praise God. The world will look at your parched experience and write it off. But God can bring a pool. Praise God. Pool is a collection of water. Before there is a collection of water, the earth has to be soaked with water. That means God can dump, praise God, such a blessing upon you that you start to collect, praise God, start to bring forth life. And it doesn't end there. It becomes the pool, grows and flows and it brings a spring. Praise the Lord. The ground that was broken, the ground that was parched, praise God, out of that ground God can call out a spring. That God is a multiplier. What are we talking about? A dramatic kind of transformation. A dramatic kind of transformation only God can bring. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, you don't have to look here and there, look into your own lives. Praise God. See what God has done for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See what God has done for you and give the Lord the praise. But on the other end, you need to know that God is a multiplier and he's also, he can be a diminisher. Now, does the same chapter, verse 33 goes like this. He turned rivers into desert. Flowing springs into thirsty ground and fruitful land into salt water because God gets a kick out of it. No. 
No. The Bible says, because of the wickedness of those who lived there. Praise God. God is a multiplier. And he, and he wishes exponential growth upon all of us. Praise the Lord. But when wickedness creeps into the land, when wickedness creeps into lives, when wickedness creeps into homes, into families, God is a diminisher. Praise the Lord. The diminishing effect is felt when we turn away from God. When we turn away seeking the face of God and we turn from the living God to the God of fame, to the God of pleasure, to the God of pride, to the God of covetousness, to the God of envy, to the God of worldliness, praise God. That's when things are stripped away. When for went to Moab for his short stay. Listen, it's never short. Praise God. They left the place of bread to sustain life, but little did they realize that it was a, not a march for life. It was not the march of the dimes. But it was a march towards their grave. Sad. Mm. Praise God. Moab starts in a cave. Genesis 19. Moab started in a cave. But it ends in a grave. Praise God. God talks about Moab. Moab is my wash pot. So, mind you, from the house of bread to the wash pot. From the house of bread to wash pot. Praise God. It was a slow decline. It was moving away from the providence and provision of God. Praise the Lord. But 10 years, we see that she lost everything that she loved and everything that she cherished. The Bible says after 10 years, something happened. This is how everything changes. You know, the Bible says she heard that there was bread in Bethlehem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Status changed. Praise God. Hallelujah. In misery in Moab, but she heard that God had visited Bethlehem and God had changed their status. Listen. Listen to me. She heard God had visited Bethlehem and changed the status. If they would have just lingered. 
if they would have just hanged around. If they would have just waited. If they would have just simply stayed. Would things be different? Quite often we become impatient. We want to jump the gun. We want to take matters into our own hands. We want to call the shots. We don't want God to change the situation. Praise God. If they would have just simply hanged in there. God can change any situation. Praise God. Hang on. Hang in there. Praise God. Just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. It could make all the difference. <laughs> Quite often we suffer from the how long syndrome. And when we suffer from the how long syndrome, we get deprived of God God wants to do. The how long syndrome can drive us into arenas, into decisions that will have counter effect upon our lives. Praise the Lord. Have you heard about the East German young man, Chris, that's his name, Chris Jeffroy, East German, 20-year-old young man, Chris Jeffroy. Just nine months before the Berlin Wall came down, he attempted to cross over from East Germany into West Germany. And as he was trying to cross over, climb the wall, run to the other side, he was shot by the East German soldiers. Nine months later, the wall came down. If he would have just waited. 20-year-old young man, if he would have just simply waited, praise God, things would have been different. Praise God. God is the one who can change anyone's, any places, any church, any family, any nation, any community's status. God can change a hopeless situation, regardless of how bleak and hopeless it looks. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, God is a game changer. Amen. God is a game changer. I want to draw your attention to something here. And at times, God gets you, gives you the trigger that can change your future, that can change your status, that can change your condition, that can change the way, the place that you are in. God can give you that trigger, that switch that can change everything about you. Praise God. You know, we read 
Naomi heard that God had visited Bethlehem and changed their status. When everybody was running out of town, when everybody was playing, somebody was praying. Praise God. When everybody panicked, there was someone who held fast to the promise of God. Second Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Are you part of the solution? Or you, are you part of the problem? Are you part of the solution? Or are you one who would run away because of the problem? Praise God. Bethlehem, their status got changed because one, God cares. Praise God. God cares. Praise God. My friend, are you feeling empty? Are you feeling different? Are you feeling lost? Are you feeling isolated? Are you feeling bankrupt? Are you feeling discouraged? Are you feeling depressed? Are you feeling defeated? I want to tell you, God can change your status. God can bring forth a change. Don't you give up. Praise God. This is how the psalmist puts it. He picks up the poor out of the dirt. He rescues the forgotten who have been thrown out with the trash. Seats them among the honored guests, a place of honor, among the brightest and the best. Wow. God picks the poor out of the dunghill. He put picks up those who are thrown away in the trash, meaning forgotten, thrown away. Nobody cares. God picks such people up and he makes them to sit among the honored guests, praise God, among the honored guests, among the brightest and the best. Everyone who comes and looks and says, how in the world did he get here? There's only one answer. It's a three-letter word. It is G-O-D. Praise God. If you ever looked at someone and asked yourself, how did he get into that place? How did she make it through? The answer is God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 84, 1 to 3. Look how God cares. We know the psalm. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Now check this out. Even the sparrow has found a home. And the swallow a nest for herself. Praise God. Where she may have her young. A place near your 
altar, O Lord Almighty, my King and my God. I want you to picture the tabernacle and the altar there. Mighty transactions are going on on the altar. The sins of the nations are being atoned for on the altar. The sins of the nation is being atoned for. When all these mighty transactions that connects earth to heaven is going on, the Bible says the sparrow and the swallow has found a place of refuge. Praise God. Does God care? Do you have a doubt this morning? Do you think God cares for you? If he cares for one sparrow, one swallow, that he allows them a place by his altar. One sparrow, one hair, one sheep, one coin, one wavered son. God cares for everyone. Praise God. Don't we quite often just limit God to the major themes of life? Praise God. Don't just limit God to the major themes of life. The small trivial matters that matter to you matters to God. Praise God. He cares enough to see the tears that run through your cheeks. Praise God. When you do this and you rub it on your sleeve, when you apply it on your pillow, do you know what God does? He takes a bottle and he collects your tear in his tear bottle. That's what the psalmist says. Praise God. Listen, you know, no matter where you are, God can change your situation. And at times, he will give the trigger into your hands. Naomi had a trigger in her hand. Do you know what the trigger was? The moment she decided she was going to go back from the washpot Moab, back to the house of bread. There was a shift and God started to usher into our lives something beautiful. Ruth, she had a trigger. Do you know what her trigger was? Listen carefully to what the Bible says. This is what this woman said. You know, she said, your people shall be my people and all these nice things. She says, finally, she says, your people be my people, and your God, my God. Listen. The moment that rolled from her lips, your God, my God, praise God. It struck a chord in heaven. Praise God. It was heard in the halls of heaven. Your God, my God, echoed in the corridors of heaven. Heaven stood up and heaven said, Who dares to trust me? 
praise God. Things started changing. It could be one word. It could be one deed. It could be an action that can rewrite your destiny. That can put you back on the track to the pathway of freedom. To the pathway of liberty. To the pathway of abundance. To the pathway of blessing. Sometimes one single act. One single word. That's what the Bible says. You ask Abraham. When he put Isaac on the altar, took the knife, and he was going to kill his own son. It shook heaven. Heaven said, in blessings, I will multiply you. I will bless you. Let me ask you, don't be content of being blessed. Don't be content with being blessed. Ask God to make you a blessing. Praise Lord. To make you a channel of blessing. Abraham was blessed so much that he became a blessing. One act of faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amram and Jacobet, when everybody was throwing their kids, crying and throwing their kids into River Nile, the Bible says they looked at their son and saw that he had a divine beauty upon him. They saw that he was a child of destiny and they decided to defy what the Pharaoh's orders were. One act changed the course of a nation. Phineas took a spear and he ran it through Cosby and his girlfriend and the Bible says the plague stopped. One act. One act. Praise God. Jabesh, a simple prayer. Lord, extend my boundaries. Joshua and Caleb, when everybody said no, two people said yes. Praise God. Heaven recorded it. Praise God. From time to time, everyone, God is not a respecter of person. Praise God. God has instilled greatness in you. God has instilled a destiny into you. But you will have to activate that switch. Not in the natural realm. In the spiritual realm. In the supernatural. If you want the supernatural to be activated for you. It takes a step of faith. A word of faith. A prayer of faith. A stand for Jesus. Hallelujah. When everybody says no, you say yes. It changes your course. Praise God. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. That's it. Things started changing. Praise the Lord. Daniel said, no, I'm not going to eat what is served. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to defile myself by eating and drinking what is served before the king. It takes a lot of guts, guys. It takes a lot of guts 
to stand for Jesus, to stand for what you believe. Praise God. It's easy to be a wimp. It's easy to be a gutless person. It takes courage. It takes boldness. It takes strength. It takes trust. It takes confidence to stand for Jesus. Praise God. Slave boy. Why would you give up on such an opportunity? <laughs> the slave boy lasted more than the emperors and the empire. The Bible says, and Daniel, he prospered. During the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, during the reign of Cyrus, during the reign of Darius, he prospered. Why? Because he cast his lot with God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You want to go from empty to full? Use the trigger that God has given you. Everybody doesn't have the same trigger. Everybody's trigger does not look the same. For some, it's prayer. For some, it's speaking the word of faith. For some, it's taking a stand of faith. For some, it is to take a risk. Ha! Yeah! During the pandemic, when everybody's sitting home, praise God, you are taking a risk. You are still visiting people. You're still going to hospitals. You're still going to pray for people. When everybody's playing the safe game, you put yourself on the line. You are in the church every Sunday. You are cleaning. You are mopping. You're cleaning the stage. You're cleaning the microphone. Hey, praise God. This is a time of pandemic. Praise God. There is virus everywhere. Praise God. How come you are cleaning the dais? You are cleaning the microphone. Let me tell you, that is taking a risk. And when you take a risk for Jesus, praise God. Write it down. Praise God. There is a payday coming. Praise God. There is a payday coming. Praise God. Don't look at people and be envious. Praise God. You don't know who paid the price when. Praise God. What is it that you and I can learn? Praise God. You stick it out, my friend. You be willing to pay the price, my friend. When everybody's standing on the shores and putting in the line, you go into the depth of the sea. You launch out into the deep. When everybody's playing the safe game, throwing the line into the water, you go into the depth of the water because the master says, launch out into the deep. Praise God. And then when it's time for a harvest, for a pulling, you will call in for help because the blessing is too much for you to carry. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, I'm not done. Praise God. Listen, God is a multiplier. God is a multiplier. Sometimes you have to linger. You have to hold on. You have to hold on. You got to wait. You got to hang in there. And then you got to wait. And when you have to, when God gives you the trigger in your hand, 
It can come in any form, any shape, any manner. You switch it on. Praise God. God rewrites your story. Praise God. Oh, Jesus. From full to empty. But she became from empty to full again. Praise God. My friend, God can change your situation. What would it take? Maybe it's a U-turn. Coming back into the house of bread. Coming back into the word of God to the bread of God's word. Maybe it is coming back to praise, praising Him. Praise God. Maybe it's coming back to prayer. Maybe taking an active step back into the realms of God. God can fill you. Are you available for Him to do a work in you, for you, and through you? Praise God. We'll sing. Waymaker. Miracle worker. Promise keeper. You feel there is no way? Jesus is the way. You need a miracle? Jesus is a miracle maker. He's the one who keeps your promises. The promises he's given. Oh, yes.